607 on Radio 1190, KVCU Boulder, the AM Revolution. Lucian, Lucian, Lucian. It's News Underground with Joe Paris. I'm I'm Joe. I'm Joe Paris. That's me. Again, all alone here on Friday night because none of my friends or co-hosts are around. Uh, okay, so uh, per usual, once a month tonight, we will have News Underground until 6.30. And then at 6.30, we will have Wrestling Radio, the only AM radio program that I'm aware of that is dedicated to all things pro wrestling. And we will have Franco Varga, who wrestles for New Era Wrestling out of Golden, Colorado. He'll be calling in, and we'll have Franco on the program with us here tonight to talk, of course, about New Era Bedlam, which is the event they are putting on tomorrow in Golden. And we'll also reflect on the uh, career, the legendary career of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, who passed away um, he passed away yesterday, and a very sad story there. We'll get to more of that, though, during Wrestling Radio at 6.30. But for now, this is News Underground, and we've got some local news for you here on Friday night. Sorry, got to mess up with the board here. Okay, now we're good. Okie dokie. Boulder County Sheriffs. Oh, sorry. Oh, my goodness. I almost forgot to do the, I almost forgot to do the, um, the old weather report there. That would have been catastrophic if i would have done that all right weather right now boulder county 72 degrees fahrenheit tonight's forecast mostly clear with a low around 52 no precipitation expected tonight in boulder there we go a nice clear night to go out on the town saturday isolated showers and thunderstorms mostly in the afternoon it'll be sunny throughout the day high near 81 some light wind throughout the day also uh, tomorrow night, isolated showers and thunderstorms, mainly before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy. Tomorrow night, we'll have a low around 54. Looking into Sunday, it'll be mostly sunny with a high near 81. Slight chance in the afternoon for a thunderstorm around 7 p.m. Uh, 10% chance there. So it looks like we're actually going to have a clear weekend. And looking into early next week, it looks like Monday we'll have um, thunderstorms in the afternoon as well as Tuesday. But it looks like tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday night are going to be fairly clear. So a good opportunity if you want to uh, go ahead and go out and do things. I don't I don't know. What do you do? What do you do in Boulder? What do you do in Boulder? Tweet at me, at Joe Paris on Twitter, and I'll read the best ones. Or you can email me, J-O-E, at Radio1190.org. Now to that local news. Okay, the Boulder County Sheriff's Office is banned tubing on the St. Brain Rivers and the creeks. That's right. Boulder County Sheriff today enacting a tubing ban on the St. Vrain River and creeks because of concerns of too much high-powered water resulting from the recent severe weather and the melting of snowpack. A news release uh, said the closure in Lyons, the north and south St. Vrain Ranch Creeks, and the St. Vrain River from the western county line through the entire length of unincorporated Boulder County is closed uh the ban took effect immediately and includes single chamber rafts as well as belly boats along with inner tubes and floaties kayaks and whitewater canoes are not included but the boulder county sheriff's office encourages kayakers to use caution the saint Fran river is flowing at 1320 cubic feet per second which is above the usual 1200 cubic feet per second that uh can initiate a closure 
Uh, Boulder Creek, excuse me, Boulder Reservoir was closed earlier today after there was some bacteria. The Boulder Reservoir Swim Beach was closed this morning due to an elevated bacteria level. The beach was closed till around 10 a.m. today. It's unclear what impact, if any, the closure could have on this weekend's Ironman 70.3 and Boulder Sprints Triathlon. They are both scheduled for tomorrow. Participants in the 70.3 race half the distance of a full Ironman race are set to swim one and 1.2 mile loop in the reservoir to start the race and sprint races are preparing for a half mile swim in the reservoir uh, results this morning from a routine water sampling test showed elevated bacteria levels uh, likely because of rain runoff race director David Christian said that his team will make a determination about the swim portions of the two races on Friday night or very early on Saturday morning so if you're going to participate in those events this weekend make sure to uh, check your email check your text messages check online um around 2200 people are signed up to compete on saturday if you do want to call in for more information you can call the reservoir directly at 303-441-3461 or uh more easily you can check the city of boulder's parks and recreation twitter feed at boulder parks and rec A suspect who killed an elk at Rocky Mountain National Park is claiming he acted in self-defense. A Colorado State University student is under investigation for illegally shooting an elk inside Rocky Mountain National Park last week. But he says that he killed the uncharacteristically uncharacteristically aggressive animal in self-defense as it was charging at him. Raphael Bresselsmith contacted the Daily Camera here in town to identify himself as the person who shot the elk on June 3rd, but declined to elaborate on the incident outside of a statement posted to his Facebook page. Kyle Patterson, who is a spokeswoman for the Rocky Mountain National Park, confirmed that Bresselsmith is the subject of the shooting investigation, saying in a statement, quote, since the investigation is still active, we are unable to provide any further details. In the statement posted on his Facebook, Bresselsmith wrote that the animal was on a trail heavily trafficked by hikers, which likely caused the elk to become increasingly agitated. This coupled with the fact that it is calving season led the elk to become uncharacteristically aggressive. And uh, Brussels Smith also added that she charged twice. First time the elk charged him, Bresselsmith said he ran and took cover behind a tree where he was able to retrieve a firearm from his backpack. And he says the second time that the animal charged, he discharged his firearm multiple times at a very close range, making full contact with each shot. The elk uh, died on the spot. The shooting is under investigation because it is both illegal to hunt in Rocky Mountain National Park and it is also illegal to discharge a firearm. Uh, Bressel Smith finished off his statement saying, quote, this is a sad and unfortunate incident that serves to remind us to be constantly vigilant and to take nothing for granted when in close proximity to wildlife. The St. Rain School Board is backing a Longmont uh, review of the graduation speech that was banned from Peak to Peak High School. The St. Oh, gosh, Twin Peaks. I always say Peak to Peak. There is, there's a there's a school called Twin Peak, and there's a, there's a school called Peak to Peak, and this one is Twin Peaks. And if you listen to the show, I have messed that up. I think two weeks in a row now, on multiple days and i'm really sorry and i have it underlined three times here in my notes anyways the saint brain valley school board voted unanimously uh, back on wednesday to send a letter to twin peaks charter academy affirming the school's decision to hire an outside law firm to take an investigation into what happened 
and also to make sure that all students feel safe and respected in school. Longmont Charter School has come under fire from advocates and United States Representative Jared Polis for preventing valedictorian Evan Young from giving a graduation speech in which he had planned to announce that he was gay. Additionally, Young and his father have alleged that the man who made the decision, school principal B.J. Buckman, also outed Young to his parents on a phone call. The school board voted and it came after five people spoke urging the district to ensure that the LGBT students don't face discrimination. Marty Moore, who is the executive director of Al Boulder, said, quote, we want to make sure that all schools are safe for LGBT kids. Um, Sadie Roberts, who is a Twin Peaks high school student, said she came out this year as gay and went through, quote unquote, so much bullying, harassment that not much had been done about it. Twin Peaks previously had explained that Buckman's decision to nix Young's speech was based out of concern that it would compromise the occasion and that Young failed to submit a draft of his speech in advance to reflect requested changes as required. Both Young and his father dispute that claim at the urging of advocates, Twin Peaks. High school agreed to hire an outside law firm to investigate, with the results of the investigation expected to come in July. The earliest the St. Brain School Board would review the results would be in August because there are no board meetings scheduled in July as the school is on summer vacation. Uh, the school district's letter commends Twin Peaks for taking prompt action by agreeing to investigate and recommends an investigation that is sufficiently broad to determine if there is a pattern or practice of discrimination towards students or faculty based upon sexual and gender identity. What else is going on here? Well, I'll tell you. The state of Colorado has shut down a Boulder dentist over his failure to pay child support. Uh, patients showing up for a cleaning at the office of Boulder dentist Donovan Martin have found that he is no longer there and that his office on Pearl Street has been locked up. A slogan that is written on his glass door over on Studio One Dental, located at 2575 Pearl Street, reads, You deserve an amazing smile. But his patients will now have to go elsewhere after it's been found that Boulder Dennis Donovan Martin has not been paying child support. That's right. The reason for the closing of Martin's practice, again, has been his non-payment of child support. Under Colorado law, the Colorado Dental Board is required to suspend a license until the licensee comes into compliance with any child support orders that are issued by the Colorado Division of Child Support Enforcement. The Colorado statute under which Martin's license was suspended can trigger the suspension, revocation, or denial of professional, occupational, and recreational licenses of people who, quote-unquote, owe more than six months gross dollar amount of child support and who are paying less than 50% of their current monthly child support obligation each month. The law also applies to state licensees who fail after receiving proper notice to comply with subpoenas or warrants pertaining to child support uh, proceedings. Roughly about 50 different state professionals license, licensed through the board and program under the DORA's Division of Professional and Occupations are subject to the statute. Those range from dentists to doctors of mental health, electricians, plumbers, engineers, architects, etc. So again, if you are a patient of Boulder Dentist Donovan Martin, his practice has been closed for the time being for his failure to pay child support. It is not a permanent thing. Um... If he, from what I understand in the statute, if he does pay up and comes in compliance with the wall with the law, he should be able to reopen. Uh, yep. So hopefully you're not a patient of him because you're going to have to find another dentist for now. 
All righty. Let's get to some national news. 619 here on Radio 1190 KBCU Boulder. North Korea is now accusing the United States of targeting it with anthrax. North Korea may be one of the few places that didn't receive live samples of anthrax out of the state of Utah on accident, but we'll get to that later on. North Korea accused the United States of targeting it with anthrax and asked the United Nations Security Council to investigate Washington's biological warfare schemes after a live anthrax sample was sent to the U.S. base in South Korea. Live anthrax samples, which can be used as a biological weapon, as we saw post 9-11, were inadvertently sent to Australia, Canada, Britain, South Korea, and 19 states here in the United States. Uh, The United States says it was an accident and they are still investigating the claim. They obviously, if they were trying to send out live anthrax samples, secretly failed to do that. But uh, all experts are saying that that doesn't seem to be the case. U.S. investigators are trying to understand whether the shipment of live anthrax stemmed from a quality control problem at a U.S. military base in Utah or if it was just someone being a loose cannon. North Korea said in a statement, quote, that they strongly request that the Security Council take up the issue of the shipment of anthrax germs in order to thoroughly investigate the biological warfare schemes of the United States. Uh, The North Korean statement also urged the world to consider the anthrax shipment as the gravest challenge to peace and hideous crime amid at genocide. Uh, North Korea is under U.S. sanctions for carrying out nuclear tests and missile launches in addition to an arms embargo. North Korea is banned from trading in nuclear and missile technologies and is not allowed to import luxury goods. More information about the two escaped prisoners from upstate New York, both convicted murderers. Turns out today that Joyce Mitchell, the New York prison tailor who allegedly aided the pair of convicted murderers before their escape, is accused of providing material assistance to the fugitive felons, according to authorities today. Mitchell, who authorities said was voluntarily providing useful information in a six-day manhunt, was in custody and will be arraigned tonight. She faces a felony charge of promoting prison and contraband in the first degree and a misdemeanor charge of criminal facilitation in the fourth degree. Since the break out of the felons, Richard Matt and David Sweet Sweat uh, was discovered Saturday of last week. Authorities have mentioned her as a possible getaway driver as she was a supplier of tools used in an escape, and her cell phone was actually used to make calls to people who might have been connected to the, uh, the two men. Mitchell told investigators that Matt Richard Matt made her feel special, though she didn't say she was in love with him. Uh, her husband, who is also a prisoner co-worker, Lyle Mitchell, is also invest- under investigation at this time. Uh, I know there was some small news coming out of upstate New York that some dogs may have actually found the scent of the men, but at this time, it doesn't seem like that is the case or that they have been found. Okie dokie, what else do we got here nationally? Oh, good. Here's a good one. The United States has been found to be spending a total of 20 sorry 2.7 billion dollars so far on its fight against ISIS and that figure comes out to more than 9 million dollars a day against the Islamic state and again they have poured a total of 2.7 billion dollars into the campaign that has included bombing um, areas of the Middle East International Coalition has been conducting airstrikes in Iraq and Syria since last August. The first breakdown of U.S. costs, which were released by the Pentagon, show that two-thirds of the total bill has gone to the Air Force for their bombing runs. 
This comes as Congress rejected legislation banning further spending. The U.S. House of Representatives approved a $579 billion defense spending bill. It rejected an amendment, however, calling for a stop to cash going to fight against ISIS unless Congress passed a new authorization for the use of force. The cost of the U.S. military operation has risen sharply since it began last August in Iraq. This week, the White House announced another 450 advisors will be sent to Iraq, bringing the total military personnel to 3,500 roughly, uh, but officials are emphasizing there is no combat troops and that the U.S. mission is to train local forces to do their own fighting. Uh, yesterday, the top general in the United States said that the country's innervation in Iraq could extend further. General Martin Dempsey, who is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said the role of calling in airstrikes, which would put troops near the front lines, remain a future option, and also he raised the possibility of establishing a network of U.S. training hubs in northern Iraq. Some entertainment news. Foo Fighters lead man David Grohl uh, allegedly broke his leg on stage in return to actually finish the act. There are some questions as if Grohl really did break his leg or only hurt it, but the Foo Fighters lead man injured his leg after falling off of a stage during a concert in Gothenburg, Sweden. The band was two songs in their set at Yolavi Stadium when the singer went to jump on a ramp but missed and fell into a security run. Grohl said to the crowd as he laid on the ground, I think I just broke my leg. He added, I'm going to the hospital, I'm going to fix my leg, and then I'm coming back to finish the concert. You have my promise right now, he says, that the Foo Fighters are going to come back and finish the show. Eyewitnesses told BBC News that the band continued the concert playing cover versions while Grohl was being treated with leg issues. He later did reappear to continue the concert, sitting in a chair with his leg bandaged. It is not known yet whether he actually broke his leg. The Foo Fighters were due to play Wembley Stadium next weekend, followed by a headline set at the Glastonbury Festival on June 26th. At this time, it looks like there are no changes to that bill. Um... Yeah, and his, David Grohl is the last, latest of the large stars here in the United States, around the world, to uh, injure themselves. You may remember back in April, U2 guitarist uh, The Edge misjumped a step, and actually he hurt his leg jumping off the stage inadvertently uh, during U2's Innocence and Experience Tour. And also Madonna, I think she fell off stage uh, this year at the Brit- British Music Awards. Um, she said that she had suffered whiplash on that. Okay, some other local news. Netflix has acquired Brad Pitt's War Machine for the largest Netflix movie, straight-to-movie ever. The streaming video giant announced this week that it is producing and distributing War Machine, which is a new movie that will star Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, not Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. Um, War Machine will play in a few theaters around the country, but uh, again, largely it will be the biggest movie release ever on Netflix. Um, Netflix says that they think they're ready to enter this line of business and that it could become the norm over the next few years of movies skipping the theaters and going straight to the online streaming service uh war machine will be the biggest investment netflix has ever made the feature film is in the 30 million dollar range apparently war machine is going to star Pitt as a quote-unquote rock star general who commands the american war effort in afghanistan netflix called it a provocative satirical comedy which is going to be directed by david mccode um 
the movie is based on The Operators, the wild and terrifying inside story of America's war in Afghanistan, a book by the acclaimed reporter Michael Hastings, who died back in 2013. 627 here on Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder. Going to step aside real quickly. But when we come back, we are going to have another edition of Wrestling Radio here on Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder. Franco Varga from New Era Wrestling will be joining me via the internet to chat all things wrestling. And we will definitely be touching big time on the news that American Dream Dusty Rhodes uh, passed away yesterday. Uh, Rhodes was an all-time professional wrestling and media icon. And we will talk about uh, his career as well as uh, some other WWE news. So you're Tuned into Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder. Don't go anywhere. We're going to have a track right now. It's Oh My Love. No, you know what? I think we should have some Fleetwood Mac. We're going to do this. It's going to be Over My Head by Fleetwood Mac. You're tuned into Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder, the AM Revolution. Don't go anywhere. Wrestling Radio is right after this.